Welcome to our Sunday service. We are just going to go straight to our message. Yesterday we looked at the book of Revelation. We had opened uh, this scripture in Revelation chapter 8. If we can go back to Revelation <coughs> chapter 8 verses 1 and 2 and when he had opened the seventh seal <clears throat> there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour and I saw the seven angels which stood before God and to them were given <clears throat> seven trumpets this silence in heaven for about to the space of a, a half an hour, that one hour refers to the last prophetic hour of the Gentile time. If you remember, we said the last prophetic hour of Gentile time is 70 years. And uh, if it was there was silence for about a half an hour, then that re refers to the first half. That is three and a half years, because seven years divided into two equal parts, you have three and a half years each. So the silence in heaven about the space of half an hour refers to the first three and a half years of the last hour of Gentile times. And uh, <clears throat> during this half of the seven years, trumpets sound to herald the plagues. The trumpets sound to announce to Herod, the plagues. So we see here that the opening of the last seal, of this seal, because there are seven seals, and um, we refreshed our mind some time back, <clears throat> looked at again the six seals, and here now, when he had opened the seventh seal. This is the last seal. So during this half of the seven years, trumpets sound to herald the plagues. We are saying the opening of this last seal prepares the way. When the seventh seal is opened, there are seven seals. And when the seventh seal is opened, it prepares the way for the seven trumpets to sound. So if you are taking your proper notes, we already had the sixth seal, we, we refreshed our mind. Uh, now, adding on the seventh seal, the opening, you can say the opening of the last uh, of this seal, Seven seal prepares a way for the seven trumpets to sound the seven plagues which are going to hit the earth or which hit the earth. Now these plagues are the manifestations of the judgment of God. Uh, like we have already said, <clears throat> God to be holy for God to be righteous, he must judge the world. It is unfortunate that we as people that were created in the image of God, we have disobeyed God, we have run away from God, and God is not just always going to look at us and uh, uh, just smile with all the wickedness that we as a people that were created are doing. We are doing a lot of evil, and God has to judge. If he doesn't, 
then he has to repent to the antediluvian generation because when their sin came to the brim, when it was time for God to judge them, he judged them. <clears throat> so, uh, these plagues are the manifestations of the judgment of God. And uh, they are not to be confused with the last, with the seven last plagues of the wrath of God. You would have imagined that when the trumpets sound, probably that is the last. No, they are not to be confused with the seven last plagues of the wrath of God, which are described in the, as be, described in the 16th chapter of the book of Revelation. So, these last plagues of the wrath of God are described in the 16th chapter of the book of Revelation. So, going back to the trumpets, these are trumpet plagues which occur during the first three and one half years. These trumpet plagues occur during the first three and a half years. The seven last plagues of the wrath of God, these seven last plagues of the wrath of God, fall during the last three and a half years. And that will be during the time known as the Great Tribulation. So, there are trumpets to sound. I want to go slowly. And then there are the last plagues that are described in the 16th chapter of the book of Revelations. The last plagues of the wrath of God fall during the last three and one half years. And that time is a time of the great tribulation. The trumpet plagues uh, occur during the first three and a half years, while the last seven plagues occur or of the wrath of God, they fall during the last three and a half years. So it may be that these uh, seven thunders uh, spoken of in the scriptures are men of God who accurately foretell they are accurately foretell and proclaim each of these seven trumpet plagues um, Let's look at the scripture in the book of Revelation, uh, Revelation chapter 10. We can turn to <clears throat> Revelation chapter 10, verses 3 and 4. And cried with a loud voice, as when a lion roars, and when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. And when the seven thunders had uttered their voices, I was about to write, and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, <clears throat> seal up these things which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. We are saying, that it may be that these seven thunders that we have just read of in Revelation chapter 10 verses 3 and 4 are men of God who accurately foretell and proclaim each of these seven 
trumpet plagues. If we can remind ourselves, remember that Moses foretold each of the plagues that was falling on Egypt, <clears throat> each of the plagues that fell on Egypt, Moses could foretell there is going to be this. The Lord is going to do this. Each of those uh, plagues that fell in Egypt, Moses foretold, foretold them. The seven trumpets are the beginning of God's judgment. The seven trumpets are the beginning of God's judgment, which ultimately, which ultimately will destroy the present evil world. And ushering the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. These seven trumpets, they are the beginning of God's judgment. God is going to judge this earth. Like we mentioned some time back, sin must be dealt with. Sin is judged. Don't nobody commits a sin and runs away with it. Don't live your life carelessly, going about sinning and thinking because God has not acted. You think you are going to run away with it. You are not. God has to judge sin. Time comes when God deals with every sin that man has committed. <clears throat> That's why, <clears throat> pardon me, you are safer in salvation, safer being saved, safer serving God than just living your own life. So these seven trumpets are the beginnings of God's judgments which ultimately will destroy the present evil world and usher in new heaven and new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Second Peter chapter three. Second Peter chapter three. Let's look at that. Second Peter chapter three. <clears throat> verse 13, Second Peter chapter 3, verse 13. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief <clears throat> in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that therein shall be burned up. Like we explained some time back, people think this earth is going to be wound up. I don't want to digress so much, but we see there is going to be new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Righteousness being in the earth makes a new heaven and a new earth. New heaven, new earth. But that is after the judgments of God. In Revelation chapter 8, the book of Revelation deals with the end time events. That's why we have opened a lot or the book of Revelation, the book that most people hardly read because I can't understand the symbols, the animals, the things 
uh, that are spoken of and you blessed that we can be explained to found a ministry that can explain to us the book of Revelation things that uh, we were finding difficult to understand and uh, to put all these scriptures together in Revelation chapter 8 and verse 7 the first angel sounded and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood and they were cast upon the earth and the third part of trees was burnt up and all green grass was burnt up this plague when this first angel sounds a third of the vegetation of the whole earth is destroyed the plague affects it affects a third of the vegetation of the whole earth what a time that will be a third of the vegetation of the whole earth will be affected that will be terrible hail and fire somehow produce a great conflagration uh, that means a great fire that destroyed property conflagration fire that destroys big fire that destroys property remember the world has already been suffering from famine from the third seal but the loss of a third of all vegetation on earth will greatly compound the problem the earth had, has already suffered famine from the third seal although that is not enough this loss of a third of all vegetation on earth will greatly compound the problem it's like we were dealing with the I don't know which one who started in our nation we were dealing with the locusts as though that was not enough before we, we have taken care of the locusts that were destroying crops and vegetation in our land here in Uganda while we are very busy making plans the government making plans and agriculture department making plans to take care of the locusts while we are still with busy with that COVID-19 arrives and it compounded the problem that's why economy of nations our economy is going to be affected so starvation and food riots will become commonplace starvation hunger food riots the men of you have seen it probably on your on the, your screens when people are lacking food and then a good Samaritan brings some food you see how people scramble they fight for that food I tell you it becomes survival for the fittest people are not patient to follow order to do things orderly they say I might miss I but I better just use my strength 
and get something for myself and my children. It's terrible. When there is famine, when there is a hunger, people lose mannerism, they lose patience. It's a survival for the fittest. So starvation and food riots will become commonplace. Still, Revelation chapter 8, we go to verses 8 and 9. And the second angel sounded, and as it were a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea, and the third part of the sea became blood. My God. The sea becoming blood. Verse 9. And the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died. A third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died. What a terrible situation. And the third part of the ships were destroyed. Ships, S-H-I-P-S, were destroyed. The ships were destroyed. So, the second trumpet sounds. And what happens? This is a description of a volcanic eruption near the shoreline or in the ocean. A description of volcanic eruption near the shoreline or in the oceans. It is terrible when there is a volcanic eruption. It's terrible. It's not an environment to, to be desired. It's really bad. So, a small disruption in the food chain could have far-reaching effects on aquatic life, plant and other animals living near water, aquatic life. Those are plants, animals living near water. And we are saying that a small disruption in the food chain could have uh, far-reaching effects on aquatic uh, life to affect the plants and the animals living near water. Resources of seafood being gone. Many of us enjoy seafood, but imagine that being gone. Entire maritime industries are disrupted. Those that do fishing, that will be disrupted. These are terrible judgments. It will be a terrible time living at that time. It will be terrible. You will wonder, where are we going? What are we going to do? What does God want with us? We shall forget that we have seen and God has been patient. Uh, God has been patient. Uh, waiting, probably man will return. Man will return to him. Man will obey God. Man will realize the sin. It is bad that if one punishment after another punishment, one calamity after another calamity, you would imagine, you would think that that would turn man and man and say, where is God? I would like to turn to God. I would like to serve God. I would like really to be serious with God. We have sinned and we realize our sin. It is terrible. And leave that as a nation or as the world. What about you as, what about me as an individual? when problems come in life, in your life, one problem after another, one problem after another, do we stop to think 
there must be something wrong. There could be something wrong that I needed to put right. It could be God is speaking to me when in your own personal life you go through one problem after another. Before this one is over, another one has come in. Before the other one is over, another one has come in. It would be good as a child of God. If you are a child of God, you stop and go to the altar. You seek the face of the Lord. Lord, I might not understand this. I don't understand this. I know trouble does not spring out of the ground. Neither shall a curse causeless come. These problems that I'm having, these issues in my life, there must be something. Lord, I repent. If you let me know what is wrong, Lord, I repent. And if you know anything wrong in your life, then you repent. You turn away from it. We are reading this. This is going to take place in the world. Uh, but what, are, what about us as individuals? Me as Brother Meme. Me as an individual. One condition after another condition. Before this condition is over, another condition comes in. Before this problem is solved, then I should stop and think what is wrong. God, is there something I'm not doing right? Is there something I'm not seeing? Uh, is there a problem uh, that you want me to uh, draw? I can see you are drawing my attention instead of just going on, you know, business as usual. You just continue and go, you just go forward. That is not good as children of God. We would be like people that are not saved, people that are not converted. Many times, God is in the storm. God is in the fire. God is in the problem. He wants to speak to you. He wants to uh, draw your attention. It happened to the children of Israel. They had many wars to fight as they went to inherit the land. And each time, if they had a good leader, each time when they lost the battle, they went back to God and asked, God, what's wrong? And God would tell them. He, he, he didn't just keep quiet. He would tell them there is sin in the camp. There is sin. Somebody has sinned. There is this problem. You have done this the wrong way. Uh, God would let them know. He wouldn't just keep quiet. But they were serious. They were honest that they could go back and ask God, what is the problem? Why have we lost the battle? Because they knew since God had promised them to be with them, they were to win every battle. They were to win every war. And as the children of God, whatever we go through, when we see in our life problem after problem, problem after problem, let's stop and think. Let's go to God and say, God, what is wrong? Where do I need to put right? Where have I gone wrong? God have mercy upon me. What is the problem? So, may God help us. So, then we go to the third trumpet. Here in Revelation chapter 8. Reading verse 10 to 11. And the third angel sounded. Trumpet uh, plague here. Sounded. And uh, there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp. And it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountain of waters. Verse 11. 
And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood. And many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. The water became bitter. This is the third trumpet plague. So this is a description of a matter, M-E-T-E-O-R. I might not be pronouncing the word correctly, but this is a description of a meter, or meta, M-E-T-E-O-R. And what is that? What is a meter? This is a small piece of matter that enters the atmosphere from outer space. Matter is a small piece of matter uh, that enters the earth, uh, the earth at atmosphere from outer space. So, this is a description of a matter uh, uh, that uh, strikes the earth. So, small piece of matter that enters the Earth's atmosphere from outer space, what does it do? It comes and strikes the Earth, striking the Earth. Then what follows? Fresh water supplies will be affected. Fresh water supplies will be affected. Water is life. And when you have no good water, it is bad news. You can rest assured of diseases, <clears throat> sicknesses, infections that you haven't known. So when fresh water supplies will be affected, that will be bad. Many men, like we have read, will die because of the bitterness of the waters, people are going to die because of the bitterness of the waters. Judgment. God is just. He's a merciful God, but because he's holy, he judges. We go to verse 12, Revelation chapter 8 and verse 12. To the fourth trumpet. And the fourth angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was smitten, and the third part of the moon, and the third part of the stars. So as the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, the night Likewise, my God, this is terrible. This represents the sky being darkened, probably with volcanic ash, probably with volcanic ash. <clears throat> this may be the result of the eruption of a volcano or, series, or a series of volcanoes when the second trumpet sounds. I tell you, an eruption of volcano is bad. It's bad enough. So, but in any event, something is suspended in the atmosphere which blocks some sunlight 
and blocks out much of the nighttime sky. Something is suspended in the atmosphere. Something will be suspended into the atmosphere which will block some sunlight and block much of the nighttime sky. All of those are terrible incidents. A large volcano or a series of volcanoes could place a lot of dust in the atmosphere. The eruption of a volcano, a large volcano or small volcanoes, it really places a lot of dust in the atmosphere. And this will interfere with the photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. My God. Reducing those of us that remember photosynthesis. Reducing, uh, I mean, further reducing an already fragile food supply to reduce an already fragile food supply. What do you notice? Matters keep getting worse and worse, worse and worse during this time. At that time, matters will get worse and worse. And yet, the worst is yet to come. That's not enough. The worst is yet to come. God have mercy. If I didn't know God, if I was not saved, with this understanding coming from the word of God, I would say, God help me, save me. I would get saved. Salvation is free. With this that is going to transpire, if I really didn't know God, I would think of making a decision, God helping you to get saved. Because we see things getting worse and worse, and yet the worst is yet to come. Revelation chapter 8 still, verse 13. And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, War, 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 to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound three angels which are yet to sound. My God. As bad as things will have gotten by the sounding of the fourth trumpet, it is only going to get worse. Things have got worse by the sounding of the fourth trumpet and yet, it is only going to get worse and worse. So during the sounding of the trumpets, the only safe place to be is in the church. Do you want to be safe? Do you want to be protected? The only safe place to be like I spoke in one of these virtual services, people that are seated at home, you are not attending any church because you have seen our church, there is a lot of sin. Our church, 
pastor is not handling the affairs of the church well. He's not handling the children of God in a right way. In that church, somebody hurt me. Somebody really took advantage of me. Somebody abused me, physically or whichever. Uh, somebody offended me. That's why I'm seated at home. I'm not going to any church. I pray from home. I read the Bible. I really took time and talked to you that you needed to be part of the church. There were a lot of problems in the church in Corinth. Yet Paul never told any member of that church in Corinth to leave because of the problems that were in that church. We said you don't judge a church by the number of problems they have, but by the way they handle the problems. Whether your church, whether you were offended, whether the pastor is not handling things right, God will take care of that. He's the one that called him. Uh, don't take God's place. God will take care of that. You just serve God. You just do the, the right thing. Two wrongs don't make right. Serve God. Because we are now seeing during the sounding of the trumpets, like we have seen one trumpet, the first trumpet, the second trumpet, the third, the fourth, things are just getting worse and worse. We are saying the safest place when the trumpets are sounding is the church. So there is a way of escape. You can't say, when there is trouble, every person looks for a safe place. Where can I go and I'm safe? Where can I hide myself? Where can I be and escape from this? We are saying when these trumpets are sounding, the safest place to be is the church. And if you are not part of the church of Christ, then you are not safe. And not just in a church. We have said here, over and over, it matters the church, which church you go to. There must be, it must be the church that Christ recognizes. It must be his church, not just any church that opens his doors. So, remember, it is at this time that the church is at the pinnacle of its power. At that time, the church is at the pinnacle of its power. This is when the Lord gives great power to his two witnesses. The Lord gives great power <clears throat> to his two witnesses. Revelation 11, we can look at it again. Verse 3, And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand, two hundred, threescore days, clothed in sackcloth. The church will be functioning under tremendous anointing, under great power. The church is at the pinnacle of its power. The power of God working, I tell you, signs and wonders, miracles taking place. That is the right place for any person to be. The church will not be perplexed. The elect of God are not afraid. That's why we need this understanding. We need this oil. We need this information so that we are not perplexed. perplexed. We are not troubled. We are not wondering or cursing God and saying for this to happen, how can God just look on when there is a lot of suffering, 
look at these calamities, how can God look on? How can God, just if there is a being called God, where is he? There is too much suffering. This confusion. He has, you have provided, and he has provided a safe place. Become part of the church. Become a functioning member. Even right away, become a functioning member. If you are outside the church, make sure you find yourself a church. Make sure you have a pastor. You ask many people, who is your pastor? And they will tell you, well, Christ is my pastor. God is my pastor. Which scripture are you quoting? Christ is just the chief shepherd. There are under shepherds. If if it were to be so, he would have not ordained the gifts of the ministry. But there are gifts, apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, evangelists. Fivefold ministry. So when you ask who is your pastor, and you say God is your pastor, that's contrary to the scriptures. Uh, You need to be part (coughs) of a church, and you need that ministry, you need the church to perfect you. So, Under the leadership of seven outstanding men of God, which we read of in Revelation 10, verses 3 and 4, the church is safe and secure. Under the leadership of these outstanding men of God, seven thunders, seven outstanding men of God. The church will be safe and the church will be secure. They have an understanding of the times like the sons of Issachar. They had an understanding of the times and the rest of their brethren was at their command. His 200 sons of Isaac were men that understood the times. So while other men's hearts are fighting them for fear, the church is operating in confidence and awaiting the return of the Lord. Men's heart are failing them. Heart attack. Cardiac arrest. Heart-related diseases. Mental, going mental. Because they cannot just understand what is going on. While other men's hearts are failing them for fear. Let's look at, look here. 21, for fear. The church is operating in confidence and waiting for the return of the Lord. In Luke 21, Luke chapter 21 and verse 26. Men's hearts failing them. Probably, can we back it off to from Luke 21 from verse 24. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive unto all the nations and Jerusalem shall be trodden of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled and There shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and the stars and upon the earth, distress of nations. Look at that. 
with perplexity, men will be perplexed. Uh, the sea and the waves rolling, men's hearts fading them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. The world will be really terrible. The powers of heaven shall be shaken. And um, in Revelation 9, we continue going back to our book. We've really opened the book of Revelation. And with these notes, if you are taking notes and you go, you read the book of Revelation. You look at the statements written, the explanations that were given, uh, you'll have a better understanding of the book. We've really turned to the book of Revelation <clears throat> because <clears throat> the book of Revelation deals with the end time events. So, in Revelation chapter 9, Verses 1 through 6. The fifth angel sounded. Revelation chapter 9 verses 1 through 6. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth. And to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. Can you imagine a pit? with no bottom. How deep is that pit? You can't even measure it because it has no bottom. And he opened the bottomless pit and there arose smoke out of the pit as the smoke of great furnace and the sun and the star uh, sorry and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth. And unto them were given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded them, look at that, it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. My God, the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. And in those days shall men seek death, can you imagine a person looking for death? And he shall not find it. And he shall desire to die. And death shall flee from them. On a small scale I had, Brother Judge I think told me a story of a man on, on his village that lived for a long time. All the people of his age died one after another, one after another. He was not dying. And he could say, death is unfair. He doesn't want me. The man wanted to die, but was not dying. He said, death. You could greet him. He says, death 
is unfair. Can you imagine? Death is unfair. Could you tell the village mates? Death is unfair. Until one of the village mates poisoned him. Said, if death is not taking you, then let me help you. But the man lived for a very, very long time. And so here, many will seek for death. And uh, <clears throat> it will be nowhere. <clears throat> that will be a terrible, terrible time. So, the fifth angel sounds. The trumpet begins with a statement that a star falls from heaven. That is a reference to the devil. The star is a reference to the devil. <clears throat> because of time, I don't want to go into the details and leave, but I think on Wednesday we will continue with the fifth seal. One thing that I would like to say, why is God pouring? Why will God be, I keep saying, why will God be pouring these judgments? Because of man's sin. He cannot punish the world without man disobeying. Would to God we that are believers could live right, could live a life that can please God. In whatever generation you are living, you could live a life that pleases God. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Wouldn't that be great? Look at the judgments, the plagues, the punishments, the waters being turned into something else, diseases, all these judgments is because man has rebelled against God. And that's bad. Rebellion is bad. Rebellion does not pay. That's why God is going to allow all these judgments until it goes into the mind of man that rebellion does not pay. So that given a chance to live again, affliction, rebellion, uh, iniquity shall not rise up the second time. When you will see those of you, those of us, whatever case that will be alive and you see that God judges, you wouldn't like again when you have given an opportunity to live in the kingdom of God in that millennial reign, you wouldn't like to obey. Having seen the judgments that were in the earth, how God dealt with the sin, how God dealt with the rebellion, how he punishes sin and rewards good. So, there is no way rebellion and iniquity can rise again. So, we pray that God will touch us, and we who have seen the light, we who have known the Lord, we shall pray, God save your children. Should you cause us to pray for those that have not known the Lord? And not only pray, but even reach out so that many can come to know the Lord. It's going to be a terrible time. You wouldn't even like your relative. You wouldn't even like your children. You wouldn't like even your parents to face such. You wouldn't like your grandchildren to go through that. That's why we need to preach this gospel so that as many as the Lord has ordained uh, may get to know him and to serve him. Thank you for listening. We meet you in the Wednesday service.
May the Lord bless you. Amen.